Good day to you. Welcome. We made it to Friday. Oh, my goodness. Needed this. The next four hours are, for lack of a better term, just mayhem. Um, it's funny because you come into a show and you write down all these different thoughts. You know, you, you, you pick all these different topics and you think, okay, let's do this. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. Uh, maybe a guest, you know. Today, I'll tell you this. There is there's nothing other than Admirals Hockey. And they won last night, by the way. The uh, Western Conference Finals tied up at two games apiece. So excited for the Milwaukee Admirals. There is nothing tripping the trigger right now. That game last night, the NBA, the Heat, and the, uh, and the Denver Nuggets was garbage. The Heat completely outplayed not class last night. There was nothing there, nothing to grab onto. OTAs wrapping up, not a lot happening. Brewers, another road series loss, and we're just watching. The, the best news I can possibly give you in regards to the Milwaukee Brewers is everybody in the Central sucks. Everybody in the Central sucks. That's it. That's it. just bad, for lack of a better term. Not good. So that's pretty much it. Everybody in the Central stinks. Um, nothing else. Nothing else. There, there's baseball is bleh. Um, <laughs> just you know, it's it, you know because there's there's a show to do. There, there's there's things. There's there's knowledge. There's discussion. There's there's stuff that's supposed to happen. And uh, God, you know, the, the worst time in sports, to be honest with you, is July. And the reason is you have, um, you, you're coming up on the All-Star game and you got a break in, in the middle, okay? The All-Star game is, is baseball shuts down for about five days. No baseball, no basketball. No football. Training camp is on the horizon, but the OTAs and the minicamps are done. Um, so the big three are pretty much shut down. Hockey's done at that point in time. You've got some racing, you know, and if you're into soccer, you know, you've got something on the pitch. But for the most part, in the in the mass audience of sports, the big four in the United States of America are quiet. And that's usually... Like the worst time. That's you. That that's when I usually take off. That's the reason I take off every the second week of of uh, July every year, and that and the fact that that's when I go to my house. But it's just there's not much. Today I woke up and I went, "Holy crap! This feels like July, and we're only on June second. Not much going on in the backyard with regarding the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, the big discussion is whether or not Middleton's going to opt in or not, and he'd be stupid." To, to say he's going to opt out and go somewhere else. Uh, what are they going to do with that roster? Well, we'll wait and see. I agree with that. Um, you, you know, Brooke Lopez had a tremendous season this past year. Crowder, they picked him up and didn't really use him. Uh, Drew Holiday looked good throughout the majority of the season, um, relatively flat-footed defensively and down the stretch in the postseason. Uh, you've got other guys. They've tried to fill, you know, piecemeal shooters together. I uh, love Bobby Portis, love the energy, love what he does. 
You know, there's there's certain guys in that roster that, you know, are just there. Their body's in a shirt. Uh, and then you've got your leader in Giannis who also uh, has his flaws. And I think I, the, the biggest question I think you have to ask yourself if, if you're a Bucks fan is this. Has Giannis reached his ceiling? Has Giannis reached his ceiling? Or is there still more growth there? So that's one of your questions. Uh, like I said, Brewers, man, just again, give up a few runs early and this team just can't. <laughs> Rowdy Telez hit a triple yesterday. Can we fill four hours of a program talking about Rowdy Telez, picking him up and putting him down, and looking better than I thought he would trying to leg out a triple? <laughs> you know? So there was that. Brewers uh, off now to Cincinnati. Can they beat the lowly Reds? Can they win a road series in Cincinnati at Great American Ballpark? Look for Christian Yelich to light it up. Uh, Christian Yelich and Ryan Braun are the two guys that, that have owned Great American Ballpark. See, maybe, maybe the ebb and flow disappointment that is Christian, Christian Yelich, uh, maybe he can actually do something. So, um and then the OTAs. We'll we'll get some sound from the OTAs and such coming up here a little bit later on today. But that's kind of it. David, yep, I had mentioned the Admirals already. Big win last night. They get it tomorrow night back down to the UW Panther Arena, by the way. And they are looking to take the three games to two lead. Three games to two lead. And damn, it's I'm excited. I'm excited. As a matter of fact, we've got an event on Saturday we're supposed to go to a charity event. I'm thinking we're going to duck out early and go to the Admirals game. I think that's uh, that's what's going to be on the docket. So, for you Admirals fans, I'll most likely see you there. I, I, I can't wait. Can't wait. Congratulations to the Admirals, man. We're talking about a franchise that deserves it. They got jobbed a few years back during COVID. They were on their way to a Calder Cup championship, and they got jobbed. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, Kevin says, let's talk about the Northwoods League. Lake Country Dockhounds and the Milkmen. Yes. Love me uh, love me some North, Northwoods League baseball. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, uh, well, I, see, uh, today, today not much going on. Today's uh, one of those rest days because uh, I think tonight uh, we're just going to hang, we're going to grill, we're going to watch some TV, watch some Brewers baseball, and uh, and then tomorrow – I uh, got a little bit of yard work to do, and then we've got uh, a charity event. Uh, we got two charity events, as a matter of fact. And then Saturday, or, uh, Sunday is the Hogs for Heroes motorcycle ride. So looking forward to doing that as well. And uh, they're going to, you know, I'm honored enough to have them let me speak and and uh, talk a little bit about our ride. Which, by the way, by the way, we will make an announcement later today about our motorcycle ride. We went down to a bike night last night down at the Harley Museum, and had a fantastic time. Thanks to so many people, our guys, James and the crew from Veterans America, who are backing us and helping us, and I can't say thanks enough to them. Uh, Our friends uh, down at the Harley Museum who are putting together a great promotional package to uh, continue to kind of grow the word on our motorcycle ride, which uh, has become, as I have mentioned before, and I don't know how official these things are. They just tell me this, but uh, the – they have said that we are the second largest motorcycle ride in the state of Wisconsin. 
which is, well, that's pretty, pretty much a nice honor uh, to have that many people think that highly of us to come out and, and do the ride. So uh, we're really looking forward to it and benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin, obviously. So we got that going on. Yes, Rick, motorcycles, speaking of that, they're going to be at Road America. Superbikes this weekend. Superbikes, baggers, all that stuff. They race baggers. Now, for those of you that ride a motorcycle, and many of you in the state of Wisconsin do, racing a bagger, man. Look, I ride a bagger. I'm not racing it. <laughs> Just You watch these guys, their knees are, as they lean over on these bikes, man, their knees are about two inches from the ground, short of ripping a kneecap off. It's like, wow. So, uh, yeah, all the respect in the world for the guys that do it at a high rate of speed up at uh, Road America. So uh, they have the uh, – the, the, and I'll, uh, here's the other thing. The first time uh, since Moses was a baby that the weather has been spectacular for the super bikes at Road America. Seriously. Uh, I can't tell you the last time that Superbike Weekend was not interrupted by just torrential downpours, awful rain, and such. So looks like it's going to be a good weekend at Road America. Uh, by the way, the phone number, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. want to hit us up. Find me on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can follow me there. Instagram, that's a great way to follow the program, The Bill Michaels Show on Instagram. You can also follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. Uh, you can watch the show on Facebook. You can watch the show and subscribe for free on YouTube as well. Go to youtube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. And if you have the Twitch TV app on your phone, on your mobile device, you can do that and uh, follow us there, same name. Download the uh, the app if you want to listen to the program anywhere and everywhere. Uh, WOZN, The Zone Madison. WOZN, The Zone out of Madison, our flagship station there. But we're all over the state of Wisconsin, all the way from Milwaukee and the Big 920 up to WMAM in uh, Menominee and Marinette. Our friends in Platteville, WPVL, thanks to them for being a part of the program. So uh, we, are, we are everywhere in the state. We are continuing to grow, too. That's the best part about it. So uh, thanks to everybody for paying attention. Yeah, uh, the new pavement at Road America. I had a chance to see that. Um, saw that uh, a couple of weeks ago when we did the show up there for the vintage weekend and it looks nice. Um, I mean, looks don't mean everything because it's, it depends on how the track holds. Uh, but boy, all the racers seem to really love it. The new pavement that they put down. And we talked a little bit about it with John Ebert, uh, the communications director up there at uh, road America about what they did to the pavement and how deep down they went to do it. But yeah, the pavement looks to be fast. No doubt about it. Um, Will says, uh, what about Aaron Rodgers whining about how he was treated in Green Bay? Kind of done, you know, um, in that particular sense, it's been shown that there is a large amount of, dare I say, petulance that's been coming out and it's just, it's, it's kind of tiring to be quite honest with you. So, yeah, uh, I'm sure if something new comes up, if there's some kind of a, a new article or something we can discuss. But for the most part, it's like, ah, come on, yawn, move on. Yeah, Rick says blank Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, I agree. I would agree. Uh, Mark says, uh, what's the announcement regarding the motorcycle ride? Had a great time last night seeing you down at the Harley Museum. I will tell you. That's going to come up in the uh, next hour of the program. I will tell you. You know what's really cool about this is that um, not only do – we do this to raise money and awareness for Fisher House, Wisconsin, for the for the charity that is for for military vet, veterans, military members, but more so their families. OK, so we do it for them. 
But so many people have gotten involved and sponsors have like now are contacting us to become a part of this and want to help out in some way. And donations have come in and, um, you know, we, we announced we were going to put a whiskey basket together. There's a whiskey bourbon basket that's going to be put together as one of the prizes that we're going to give away for the pre-registration. And suddenly, you know, people are calling up and saying, hey, you know, we've got this fine whiskey. We've got this fine bourbon. We've got this. We've got that. And we take it all uh, because if we don't use it for the motorcycle ride. We use it for the, the golf outing, too, which is uh, the last uh, Monday in August, just before the ride. So uh, none of it goes to waste. I had somebody call me yesterday and say from a bar and said, hey, we got some extra really nice bottles I've been hanging on to, uh, but we'd like to donate. And I bring it. Uh, I said, absolutely. We'd be happy to have it. We'll be happy to give you a shout out, say thank you very much. And if it doesn't go right into our bourbon and whiskey basket, it's going to go into uh, one of the uh, one of the wagons that we have for uh, for uh, the golf outing. So it still goes to Fisher House, Wisconsin, and all the proceeds go there as well. But it's really, really become kind of a neat deal. And then yesterday, uh, the Harley Museum approached me and said, hey, by the way, do you care if we do this? And I was like, wow, that'd be great. And so pretty cool stuff. So we're going to talk about that coming up in the next hour. Let's do this. We're going to kind of step back, reset a little bit, and uh, and kind of get into the day. Uh, 877-867-1671. Hit us up. Feel free. Go ahead and do so. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Get up, get out, get over here, go! It's the Grand Slam giveaway at Pottawatomie. This June, play with your club card and you'll have four chances to hit big and slide into home with a share of the show-stopping $400,000 in cash and prizes. 50 winners each Thursday. Step up and knock your luck out of the park. Only at Pottawatomie Casino Hotel. More info at paysbig.com slash Grand Slam. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. Good to have you on board. Big weekend coming up. I had mentioned the uh, the motorcycle ride, Hawks for Heroes. And that's going on. Sloppy Joe's over to uh, Smoke on the Water in Okachi. That's coming up uh, on Sunday, Sunday morning. So if you uh, follow them on Facebook, uh, you can, you know, obviously uh, click on the link and get registered and such. So that's our friends. It's uh, Sloppy Joe's and also at uh, Smoke on the Water in Okachi. And I'll talk more about that a little bit later on today. But I know the first 50 people that have registered, and I don't know what the registration is at this point. I couldn't tell you. But uh, that uh, they're going to be serving food after the fact. But at the first 50 to sign up, you get the free food. So if you're thinking about riding this weekend, the weather's going to be beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. So if you're going to ride this weekend, head on out to Hubertus to a a truly just a good old-fashioned Wisconsin bar. Just a tremendous place uh, right out there in Hubertus across from uh, Eddie Martini's. And then after that, uh, then we're going to head over to Smoke on the Water, do a big ride, and then Smoke on the Water is where it's going to end up where Bobby Friss and the band and uh, going to have a big party over there. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it this weekend. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. 
you want to hit us up, feel free to go ahead and do so. So uh, this one is from a Mark, and Mark says, uh, hey, guys, uh, the Brewers are sinking fast. Is there any relief in sight? Uh, and he also says, hopefully they can get right in Cincinnati when you say, get on the right path, meaning Christian Yelich. He says, uh, what would you expect out of Christian Yelich this weekend? Uh, a hit? Something other than a strikeout? I don't know. You know, maybe he goes yard. What would you expect? You know? I mean, that – that. T- <laughs> I, it's it's just so tough because, and, and I feel like I'm just, I, I'm doing nothing here but beating a dead horse. That's it. And, which is, in all honesty, it's it's like, this is wash, rinse, repeat. This is all it is. When you look at what the roster is doing, and yesterday's roster, I thought, I thought Craig Council set it up pretty good because he had the high, and this is exactly what Tim Allen talked about the other day when we had him on the program. You had the higher batting average guys near the top, okay? You had Rowdy, you had Anderson, Yelich, you know, those guys near the top, near the top. And, and you know, for all intents and purposes, it it didn't work out, <laughs> for lack of a better term. Uh, Christian Yelich over the last week, not doing much uh, at all. Seven walks, six strikeouts. At least, at least he's getting on base, right? At least he's getting on base. His on base percentage right now, uh, this past week was what four oh seven, I think, three seventy three. In the last couple of weeks, last fifteen games, you know, so he was one for three um, against Toronto. At the end of the month, he was he was what? Uh, I think he was two for nine in the series, if I'm not mistaken. If I saw the uh, if I saw the uh, the uh, um, on the screen yesterday correctly when I was watching the game, but not. And again, I'm not. I don't want to sit here and pick on Christian Yelich, but I'm just saying this is one of the guys you're paying, and we're excited for Christian Yelich to be hitting 250. You know, I mean, that's that's what it's come to. In all reality, that's what it's come to is that we're excited that Christian Yelich isn't hitting 220. I mean, I, you, you, Owen Miller is thank God for Owen, Owen Miller. Owen Miller's hitting three twenty eight on the season, fantastic. Four, what is it? Uh, how many at bats does he have? I think one hundred and forty, hundred and thirty, something like that. And tremendous, tremendous. But that's it. That's it. Nothing else. Nothing. The next next highest hitter, I think, might be. Uh, might be Christian Yelich at 253. Yeah, 253. No, no, excuse me, excuse me. Well, Garrett Mitchell went down. He was hitting 259, but 253. An active player hitting better than 250. We're excited about that. Everybody else, pfft, nothing. Nothing. 877-867-1670. So when I say light it up, I'm just thinking, can, can anybody hit above 260? And I know it's old school. You're probably screaming into your radio or screaming into your computer or phone. My God, talk about OPS. Why? Yeah, you got a few guys that can get on base. A few guys that have an OPS, maybe 760-ish. But for the most part, it's garbage. Garbage. Anderson, 760. Yelich, 744. Contreras, 753. Rowdy Telez is 830 because he's got 12 dingers on the season. 
Slugging percentage is at 500. Everybody else, not much to write home about. Owen Miller's uh, got a slugging percentage of 502. Four homers on a season. Yelich sitting at seven. There's, there's, there's not much there. Defense, it's okay. You know, defensively, this team has been better this year, in my opinion. Uh, the one thing that I think I see more often than not is just erroneous throws that, that really don't go down as an error. But when you are allowing runners to go from, you know, base knocks, you got a runner on first, you get a base knock, just like the other night, Toronto with what, 11, 12, 13 base hits. You get a base knock, guys on first. Base knock out to right field. Guy on first gets the third. Throw goes to third. Overshoots the cutoff, man. You're not going to get the guy going to third, but yet the guy that just gave you the base knock advances 90 feet because you can't hit a cutoff, man. Because the, the throw goes to third. Guy takes second. By the time the throw gets back to second, there's nothing there. It, it's happened so many times this season. It's just fundamentally bad baseball at times. It's not something to where you're seeing errors, but it's it's advancement because. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. So uh, that's what I mean by just kind of putting the train back on the tracks or at least, you know, lighting it up. Or When did it become lighting it up was trying to hit the 260? <laughs> it's just so bad. So bad. Corey said, uh, let's not talk about Brewers baseball anymore. They're asking for money from the public. They're not even putting a competitive team on the field. This sucks. Corey, that's not true. That's not true. They're over 500 right now. Okay, you can't ignore that, Corey. Right? They're over 500. They're, they're a top-tier division. Say what you will. It, but it's true. You can say it's been bad baseball. You can say that it's been disappointing. They're two games over, sitting at 29-27. and 27. They're a half game in front of Pittsburgh right now. But I, when you when – you know how bad it is? Here's how bad it is. Now, granted, they've had a couple of blowouts go against them. They're, as a division leader, as a division leader, Tampa Bay Rays are plus 119. They have scored 119 more runs than their opponents. They are in first place by four games over Baltimore, of all teams. Um, Baltimore's a plus 28. The Yankees are a plus 40. Toronto's a plus 25. And the Red Sox are a plus 15. Red Sox 10 games back. And they're they're 29 and 27. They're plus 500 by two games, and they're fifth in the division. That's the entire American League East, right? The Twins, leading their division, plus 47. The Rangers are plus 131 this season. Plus 131. The Atlanta Braves, National League East, they're plus 58 in their division. Lead the division by three and a half games over the Mets. The Dodgers and Diamondbacks, Dodgers are plus 57. They're tied with the Diamondbacks atop the uh, the National League West, plus 57 and plus 24. Then you get to the Central, where the Brewers, who lead the division, are minus 26. They're two games over 500, and they have given up 26 26 more runs than their opponents. Now, again, they've had a couple of massive blowouts that have kind of tilted the scales in that direction, so I understand it. But plus 26. 
Usually you get a couple of those games where you get the blowouts and it all equals out by the end of the season. But just in run differential, they're in the negative, and they're still in first place. So on one hand, yes, Corey, your your thought is correct. It is subpar baseball. It has been, for lack of a better term, it has been more than disappointing over the last three, four weeks. I completely agree with you. Offensively inept. And this is, if you want to say wash, rinse, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat every year for the last three or four years. We've talked about an absolutely, positively garbage overall offensive team. Garbage. Terrible. 100% terrible offensive team. We get excited. You get a Rowdy Torres home run, and you'll get a week's worth of Christian yelling, yay, Christian's back. No, he's not, but okay. Then you'll get a couple of guys that will come up, and they'll hit, yeah, ready to go. And then, you know, like the injury to Garrett Mitchell, that's disappointing. I understand it. Owen Miller's been incredibly exciting. He's a fun guy to watch. But you bring in Jesse Winker. He sucks. You you go after these cheap-ass retreads, and you're like, let's go. We're ready to go. Analytics, baby. And that's how you're hanging on. But for the most part, you're not going to win anything. There's no hope here. There's nothing here unless these guys just like Chris, like Craig Council said. There, there's no magic bullet. There's no Nobody's walking through that door. Nobody with a pocket full of money is coming through that door and is going to start buying players. Making trades. Bring on all kinds of salary. Ain't happening. It is what it is. It is what it is. And I hate to be the big bucket of cold water. So I'm not going to completely say it's awful and, and, and you know, completely tear it all down because they're in first place. You still have that hope. We're still waking up every morning and we're still flipping on our phones and flipping on our laptops. And for those that still read the paper, you're reading the paper and you're going, okay, let me check the box scores. Awesome. What are the standings? Awesome. There's still hope, man. Today's the day. Hey, maybe Cincinnati is the magic elixir. Maybe that's the magic pill the Brewers need. But for the most part, you are just praying to God this team is near the top spot when you finally start to get some pitching back. Because that's the only thing that's going to save you. Because right now, does anybody look like they're going to consistently hit the baseball for this team? Hell no. Nope. And here's the funny thing about it, too, when you when you think about it in the grandest of schemes. Um, when <laughs> you look at OPS overall, and if you want to go by the OPS standards, um, the Milwaukee Brewers, first of all, they're 26th in baseball. 26th. They're right down there with the likes of the Royals, the Tigers, the A's, and the Guardians. The Royals, the Tigers, the A's, and the Guardians. Royals are in dead last. Tigers, they're in second. They're 26 and 28, two and a half games back behind Minnesota in the Central. They're right around 500. Royals, Tigers, A's, dead last. The Oakland A's suck. They are 12 and 46. 12 and 46. And then the Cleveland Guardians. 25 and 31. They're four and a half games back in the Central. That's how bad the Central is. The Tigers, the Guardians, and the Royals. Four of the worst teams in baseball, short of the A's, that are behind the Brewers. The only teams behind the Brewers are all in the Central or the A's. They're terrible. 
and the Brewers are right there with them. So as much as I want to look at things and go, you know what, there's a lot of hope here. Now, you know what, maybe they just hit enough home runs. Maybe they do. Brewers right now, 11th, tied with the Padres, Mets, Red Sox, Orioles, Diamondbacks, for the most home runs, 65 of them on the season. At least the grip it and rip it mentality will keep you viable in the National League. The on-base percentage for this team, it's not terrible. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Milwaukee Brewers, 26th, right there with OPS. 306 on-base percentage. They're not terrible, not the worst. The Royals, the White Sox, the A's, and the Guardians are all worse than the Brewers. But the Brewers are right there. The Brewers are right there. Now, when you look at the most strikeouts as a team, guess who's number five? (laughs) Damn straight. That play discipline, baby. Yeah, there you go. 519 strikeouts, fifth worst in all of Major League Baseball. So they hit home runs or they strike out. Their pitching's okay, but banged up. And they're right down there with the four, five worst teams in Major League Baseball. You tell me. Again, hate to be the big bucket of cold water, but you tell me. Oof. This portion of the program and all this gloom and doom, unfortunately, brought to you by a place that is tremendous and can be your happy place, and that is our friends at Quick Trip. Giving away a pontoon boat, by the way. Check uh, check out the Quick Rewards app for all the details. But if you're thinking about a terrific weekend, maybe it's grilling out, maybe it's just heading out for the, the essentials, the bread, the milk, the butter, the eggs, bananas, maybe heading into the beer cave. Who knows? Uh, hit our friends up at Quick Trip. Go to Quick Trip. And download the app. Don't, don't forget to use your Quick Rewards card as well. And it always earns you something, something good from our friends over there at Quick Trip. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up. And you're going to want to hear, uh, it's, it's rather ominous in the NBA for one specific player. And I, 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 I truly hope it is. I truly hope it is. It's about damn time. Then again, it all could be for naught and I could be completely wrong. I'll tell you what we're talking about coming up next on the Bill Michael Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show on the air. And on this beautiful Friday, beautiful day outside, good stuff. And uh, this portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Lisa Lee Ortel and uh, her group, uh, the real estate group that she has, specializing in VA loans and certified condo specialist and a big supporter. Her husband was was a Vietnam vet, uh, recently passed, big supporter of uh, the motorcycle ride and our veterans. As, uh, as, as, you know, like I said, when uh, her husband was actually – you know, uh, the soldier that came down and saluted us on our ride last year. That's kind of how we got to know her. Great person, but if you're looking for uh, somebody to work with and uh, knows VA loans inside and out and also as far as maybe condos, if you're wanting to move into a condo or sell your condo that's or a, or a rental property, something like that, a property owner, uh, call her, 414-617-6798, 414-617-6798. There you go. Uh, let's see here. The, uh, yeah, Mike says chicks dig the long ball, right? We were talking about the, the, uh, talking about the Brewers and, uh, 
Yeah, I just give it the statistics as a team. It's just not that good. I don't know how else to put it. The division makes the, the Brewers look better, obviously, but it is it is frustrating. It is frustrating to uh, to kind of see, you know, the Brewers. I'm not even going to say week after week or game after game. It's year after year. It's kind of the same thing. You know, you watch, you know, Kyle says, so predictable. You watch a couple of fastballs go right down the middle, then swing at the curveball, low and in the dirt, over and over and over again, strike out. It is what it is. Uh, team says, Winker doesn't suck. He blows. <laughs> oh, my goodness. There you go. 877-867-1670. You want to hit us up, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Okay, so yesterday, last night, uh, Adam Silver, commissioner of the NBA, uh, was at the podium. And, he, you know, he's doing kind of the state of address. It's right before the finals. The commissioner always takes to the podium and talks about the state of the game and such, right? Uh, one of the big discussions is uh, about Ja Morant. And I want you to take a listen to this. I want you to take a listen to what he had to say in regards to uh, what, uh, you know, the John Morant situation and him being caught on video brandishing a weapon. Take a listen to what he had to say. So in, in, in assessing um, what discipline is appropriate, if that's the case, um, we look at both the history of prior acts, but then we look at the individual player's history as well. And so th that, and, and the seriousness, of course, of the conduct. So those are all things that get factored. Um, it's, it's not an exact science. It comes down to judgment at the end of the day um, on the part of me and my colleagues in the league office. In terms of the timing, um, we've uncovered a fair amount um, of additional information. I think since I was still asked about the situation, I would say we probably could have brought it to a head now, but we made the decision, and I, and I believe the Players Association agrees with us, that it would be unfair to these players and these teams um, in the middle of this series to announce the results of that investigation. And given that we're, of course, in the offseason, he has now been suspended um, by, his, by the Memphis Grizzlies indefinitely, and so nothing is, would have changed anyway in the next few weeks. I, it, it seemed better to park um, that at the moment, at least any public announcement, and my sense now is that shortly after the conclusion of the finals. So there you go. So in other words, I'm not going to make any announcements right now about John Morant. We're not going to take away from what the finals are. But it sounds like whatever is going to happen is significant enough that the discussion would have then turned away, turned away from the finals and on to the John Morant situation. Uh, there are people within the game and people, commentators outside of the game, calling for different lengths of suspension. Uh, I'd heard today that uh, they're even considering a year-long suspension. Look, uh, and this this really kind of created. I know that uh, Charles Barkley went off as well because JJ Riddick said, "Hey, look, uh, you know, weapons are legal, and if you got to conceal carry and blah blah blah." Uh, and and Charles Barkley basically said JJ Riddick is an effing idiot. Um, the The problem is that yeah, you're right. You know, you can you know look. I know plenty of people, plenty of people 
that have weapons. I know people that have been out hunting. I know people that have been out target shooting. Um, you know, I, hell, I even thought about it. I was at the, uh, the pistol range not that long ago, and I even thought about, you know, hey, posting a, a thing. But I thought, eh, you know, it probably not one of the best things to do, the smartest moves to make. Um, the NBA has a certain ask. And when it comes to their players, uh, you some guys come from great up, uh, upbringings and backgrounds and great college careers, and other guys come from somewhat suspect backgrounds and upbringings and college careers. And what they're trying to do is not perpetuate a certain stereotype and element. And they're trying to basically say, hey, look, we're going to be law-abiding, upstanding citizens, and we're not going to we're not going to add to the culture that is going on right now where gun violence in America has, has skyrocketed. And when we say gun violence, it's v- via using the gun, but really just violence, the thought of violence. I don't want to get into the whole mental aspect of this thing, but basically people pull the trigger, okay? But they've already busted them once and said, don't do it again. Legal or not, don't do it again. It, You know, it's kind of like... Um, you go home, you can smoke in your house, right? Smoking's legal. You can go in your house and smoke, right? No problem. And if there's not a sign in your building of work, you go in and smoke one day. You say, there's no law here. I can smoke. No problem. I'm in a smoking area, right? No problem. Uh, but there's some places that just say, no, you can't, not at all. Anywhere on the property, nowhere near here. It can't happen. Even though smoking technically is legal everywhere else. But certain things you can't do, right? There's a certain set of rules for work. There's a certain set of rules for home. There's a certain set of rules for privacy. You can't do it. So the fact that he's already been busted for it and the fact that he basically gave the wink and a nod to the commissioner saying, hey, I get it. I'm not going to happen again. And then it happens again. And we're just talking weeks, not months or years, weeks after he comes back from suspension from the last time he did it. Um, I get the sense, and, and there's a lot of rumors floating around about the people that he hangs out with and the affiliations he has. Um, so I have a feeling that the NBA is going to hammer him. And it may be a year. It may be a year. Maybe a half season uh, if they come out strong, but a year might send a message to say that we're, we're not tolerating this. No more, not going to happen. I don't know specifically what I feel the best would be, but I, you know, I'd say it to an NFL player. I'd say it to an MLB player. It's not right. You shouldn't be doing it. And I have no problem, no problem if, if John Morant goes away for a year. None at all. So I, I don't know what everybody else kind of feels on that. But I wanted to bring it up because I know the commissioner addressed it last night, and there's a lot of speculation as to what the NBA is going to do. Maybe we don't care because John Morant's not our guy. He's not our player, you know. He doesn't. He's not even in the conference, but it, there is a certain look to certain you know entities, and whether it's the NFL, going back to the whole Plaxico Burris thing, shooting himself in the leg in a nightclub because he's wearing sweatpants and packing packing heat, or John Morant brandishing a weapon in videos, um, I not a lot of tolerance for it to be honest with you. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Uh, go ahead and give us a shout, uh, 877-867-1670. Going to go ahead and uh, take a quick break. Come back. we got a lot more to get to, more thoughts, more emails, all that kind of good stuff. Next on the Bill Michaels. 
Ready. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. If you're going to ride with us, we certainly hope that you sign up and get pre-registered. A lot of great prizes for pre-registration and a lot of great prizes for the ride itself. But uh, if you want to ride with us, we're going to ride for Fisher House, Wisconsin. Sunday, September 3rd, open to all motorcycles. I get it all the time. Is it just Harleys? No, it's open to everything. If you've got a Honda, if you've got a crotch rocket of any type, uh, you know, whatever, uh, come on down and join us. We'd love to have you on board. An Indian, doesn't matter. Go to Facebook.com slash Big Unit Poker Run. Again, Facebook.com slash Big Unit Poker Run. And uh, we're going to stop at the Rock Complex, our friends at the Rocks and the uh, Lux Golf Bays and Franklin uh, Baseball Complex and the Umbrella Bar are going to host us. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to then go to a small bar, a little tiny bar called the Penny Bar. And that's kind of down in, uh, I don't know, the the Wind Lake area, uh, down in that area. Then over to Knuckleheads. And then to Stoll's Old 109 uh, up in Watertown. So it's a nice stretch of ride between Knuckleheads and Stoll's. And then we're going to end up at Steel Tank Brewing out in Oconomowoc. And they're going to host one hell of a party. We're going to have the cheap shots on the stage. We've got some vendors there for you. And to give away a lot of the prizes. And just and that's where the uh, people from Pottawatomie are going to be dealing the hands, dealing the poker hands at the end of the run. So it, it's going to be a great time. We've got some surprises along the way. And I'm uh, going to make an announcement about it uh, coming up here after the top of the hour as well when the full network's on. But we got uh, more and more things are happening and more and more good things are happening. So we can't say thanks enough to The Rock, The Penny Bar, Knucklehead, Stolzel 109, uh, our friends at the Harley Museum, uh, Pottawatomie Hotel Casino, John Atley and the gang from the Water Doctors. Just really looking forward to it. And obviously Dave and, and everybody at Steel Tank. Steel Tank Brewing, by the way, a veteran-owned business, uh, a veteran-owned brewer and brewery right here in the state of Wisconsin, and uh, it's going to be a great time. It's going to be a lot of fun, and hopefully you can make it. So if you're seeing it on your screen at home and you're watching the program, you can scan that, uh, hit the QR code. It'll take you right to the link to get pre-registered. And even if you want to go uh, early and you get pre-registered early, uh, tickets are on sale for the HD Museum, for the Harley Museum. And instead of paying 25 35 bucks for tickets, they're like half price or 16 bucks. So... Uh, you can get you can even get half price tickets to go see the Harley Museum as well. So a lot of good stuff there, and thanks to our friends at the Harley Museum. And again, an announcement coming up after the uh, the top of the hour. You know, um, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. You want to find us? Feel free. Uh, Jackie says uh, when it comes to John Morant, uh, he is from a better family. It's some of the people that he has hung out with in the past that have been the rumored as to problems that have been rumored as problems. Uh, she said she or he, I apologize, Jackie, I don't know. Uh, and says that uh, it, it's a, it's a pity that uh, they uh, idolize people that carry guns and choose to brandish it as if they are in some type of a video. Well, they are in a video. That's how they got busted. Uh, when you want to be an upstanding role model in the NBA. Well, again, I, I don't know what the penalty is going to be, but I got to think it's, they're, they're going to come down on him pretty hard. Uh, there's some people talking even a year suspension. Uh, only for the fact that, as the commissioner said, we're going to look at past egregiences. And, <laughs> you know, you just come off suspension from doing it, and then you do it again. And so, yeah, it's uh, not the best. Not the be- This whole thing, though, I will say this. Players coming out and saying, well, it's, it's best for him if he's near us and near in the structured environment of the family of the NBA. No, it's not. That's fine if you're not going to pay him. 
But where you hit guys is in the pocketbook. You suspend them without pay to go away. Go see what life is like without all the money. That, that's where you hit them. That's where you hit them hardest. This whole thing about, well, it's best if we keep our eye on them and you don't suspend them, just give them to us. No, that hasn't worked. The, the Grizzlies suspended them before. Didn't work. So, no. You want to send the message saying, we don't want, we don't want that. We don't want that. I understand, it, you know, if you keep them in a structured environment, sometimes it's better for people. True. But at some point, you got to say, that's fine, you can come in, but you're not getting a check. And when you're somebody who's struck it rich and you're getting millions and, you know, and you think you got the world by the ass and all of a sudden you cut off the tap, that, that's when it begins to hit you. That, hey, there's more to life than me driving around with my guys showing weapons. Because what, what, what are you going to do with it? You can point it out the window and start shooting at people? Shooting other cars, road rage, whatever? Or are you, or are you just going to, are you guys on your way to the target range? You know, come on. Nope. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Hang in there. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> 